We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now let's move it over into another area where you can understand. Somebody might say, well, thank God, I'm going to confess that I don't have any debts. When in fact they owe everybody in the country. See, there's a lot of people. Now let me just say this right here. A lot of people get hung up on this scripture, owe no man nothing. And they think, glory to God, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to owe no man nothing. And they won't borrow any money at the bank to meet their bills when they come due, even though they don't have the money to meet them. They lose their credit. Get kicked out of their apartment. Now, that's not a very good testimony, is it? And they're confessing, my God meets my need according to his riches in glory. And they're wondering, who is his God that can't meet his needs? Now, see, when it says, owe no man nothing, you can't owe no man nothing when you owe everybody everything. I'm doing better preaching than you are saying amen. You're going to have to start where you are. You can't operate in that until you get out of debt. Don't get under bondage under that because God told Israel, said you'll lend to many nations and not borrow. Now, if it was wrong to borrow, it would be wrong to lend because they wouldn't have borrowed if somebody hadn't lend. <laughs> and you see that? Now, God may have told some people not to borrow money. If God's told you not to, then it'd be wrong for you to do it. But don't get in bondage over that one verse of Scripture because, frankly, that Scripture in Romans 13 is talking about paying your taxes. Pay tribute to whom tribute, honor to whom honor. Owe no man nothing but to love him. See, so don't let it become a bondage to you. Now, let's take it in this area. Somebody says, I don't have any debts. I don't have any debts. Glory to God, don't have any debts. Thank God, don't have any debts. I'm confessing that every bill is paid. I don't have any debts. They're denying what exists, really, if they're saying, I don't have any debts. Now, that's not God's method. God's method is called the thing that's not manifest. Now, if they could bring what they're saying into existence by denying the debt. Did you realize that you could be totally debt-free and starve to death and not owe anybody anything? So that's not the answer, is it? Just being out of debt's not the answer. What is the answer? See, God's method is to call the thing that's not manifest. The thing that's not manifest in that individual's life is that that individual does not have abundant supply. So you go to the Word of God, find the promise of abundant supply, how to enter into it, proclaim that because I've given, it's given unto me good measure, pressed down, shaken together. My God supplies my need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus because I'm a giver, because I operate on the principles of the Word of God. I sow bountifully, I reap bountifully, and my God has made all grace abound toward me. And I'm saying in the name of Jesus that I have abundance and all the good deals come my way. I'm blessed going in, coming out in the basket, in the store. I have abundance to pay every debt and give $10,000 to missions. Now, what am I doing? Somebody hear you saying that, they'd say, well, I know you lying because I happen to know you haven't made your car payment. Well, that's the reason I'm saying it. I'm calling the thing that's not. But now when I do call that into manifestation, it may take weeks, months, and years to do that. But when I do call it into manifestation, I'll be able to pay my debts off, buy the groceries, pay my tithes, give in the offering, and give $10,000 a year to missions. See, that's the answer. You could be totally debt-free and starve to death if you didn't have abundance. If you just stop and think about it, most people that starve to death don't owe anybody anything. 
So you see the backlash. There's a backlash to this thing of denying what exists. Even if there was power in that to cause that to come to pass, it could get you in trouble. Now let's say about a car. Let's bring it down to things where you can see it. You know, if Al Bryce were to say, well, now I found a car I want and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I want to sell my car. So I put it up for sale. So I'm, I'm just going to deny I have a car. I believe I've sold it, so I'm going to deny I have a car. So he starts saying, well, I don't have a car. Now, he's smarter than that, but this is just a hypothetical situation. <laughs> and if he starts saying, thank God I don't have a car, I'm confessing I don't have a car. I don't have a car. Somebody said, how about your car? I don't have a car. Well, now, he may wake up some morning and somebody stole his car. And he don't have a car. See, he may have got that into manifestation, but now he don't have the money. So that's not the answer, is it? See, there's a backlash to denying what exists. Now, it doesn't mean you go around confessing if you're sick. You don't go around confessing all the time that you're sick or don't confess the negative, but you don't ignore the fact either. So you see what I'm saying? Now, the key to that would be to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you for a buyer for this car. Send somebody. There's somebody who wants this car. This car will fill the need of somebody's life. And they want it as bad as I want to sell it. Send them to me, Father. Have the angels to guide them here. Now, Father, I thank you. I believe I've received a buyer for this car. Thank you, Father. My car is sold. Thank you, Lord. Go out and talk to your car and say, Car, I'm calling you sold. I'm calling you sold. Thank God my car is sold. Somebody said, I know it's not. You're just lying. No, I'm calling things that are not. I'm taking the spiritual force of faith and calling into manifestation the thing that will nullify what exists. This is God's method. You call health into your body and it will nullify sickness and disease. You call abundance into your finances and it will nullify the lack. It will nullify the thing that exists. This is God's method. And there's probably nothing on the face of the earth or no principle in the Bible that will get you more criticism than this one. Because people just simply don't understand it. But you see, that's why we take the time to teach it. Because people think, why? You're just trying to be God. You're trying to act like God. Well, I am trying to act as God would act in this situation. That's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to be God. I'm trying to act as though God would act. That's what God would do. If he had a car to sell, he'd call it soul. He looked out and saw darkness and said, light. Now, see, that's God's method. He speaks the thing desired. He takes the thing that is not manifest and brings to nothing, nullifies the thing that is manifest. Now, that's God's method. It's not man's method. I didn't invent this method. I just found out about it and started teaching it. Thank God I've proven it in my own life. Now, concerning a home or a Christian family. In fact, I heard one lady stand up in a meeting. She said, pray for my husband. He's getting mean. He won't go to church with me. I've been praying for him 25 years. Well, the Spirit of God revealed to me something by the Spirit. He said, now, that woman has been praying that way for 25 years. She's been telling me, Lord, my husband's getting meaner. He won't go to church with me. Lord, he's just a no good. And said she's been praying the problem 25 years. Now, said if she'd have prayed the answer, and call for the thing that was not, her husband would have been saved more than 20 years ago. Now see, what we're talking about is God's method. She was calling things that are as though they were. Now see, this is another mistake that most Christians make. 
They call things that are as though they are. Now, why would you want to call something that already is? We're going to show you how foolish it is to do some of the things that people do, and they think they're being spiritual by doing it. They say, I'm just telling it like it is. I'm just saying it like you just got to say it like it is. That is totally unscriptural to call things like they are. The Bible method is to call the thing that is not manifest. Now, Proverbs says this, and it's powerful scripture. It says, Say unto wisdom, Thou art my sister, and to understanding, Thou art my kinsman. Well, somebody might say, Well, I tell you, wisdom far from me. Probably is. You've probably been saying that 20 years. Then you shut off the wisdom of God right in your spirit by the words of your mouth. See? In other words, He's telling you to call it. If you want wisdom, call for wisdom. I proclaim that I have the wisdom of God. Somebody said, you made a dumb decision. I know it, but I have the wisdom of God. (laughs) Well, you ought to say it like it is. Now, wouldn't that be dumb, going around saying, I make dumb decisions. I make dumb decisions. I make dumb decisions. Now, boy, that'll get you in trouble quick. But you see, people tell you that. Well, you've got to say it like it is. And I'm just saying it like it is. We don't ever have enough money to be able to give in the offering. Or we're not ever able to give to missions because the money just seems to get away from us so quick we don't ever know where it went. I just can't keep money. Isn't that amazing? You've been saying that 29 years. And the money has been obeying you for 29 years. It just flees from you. Now just turn that around. And start saying, boy, I'll tell you, money just loves to hang around me and stay in my purse and my billfold, and I just always have sufficient. Now, don't go tell your neighbor that, because they'll call you lying, and if you're trying to convince your neighbor of that, when it's not true, you are lying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, there's a fine line here. This is between you and God. You proclaim these things based on the Scriptures. It's not a matter of whether it exists or not. It's a matter of what you can call into existence by the Word of God and your confession. So you confess abundance. Now, you thought I'd forgot about this. Let me get this out. This woman said that, you see, about her husband. Now, I saw a woman that got a hold of this teaching in one of my seminars one time, and she said, I want to pray, and I want to confess the Word of God. She jumped up and started confessing, my husband's saved, he's filled with the Holy Ghost, my children are saved, and we have a Christian home, and she just went on praising God about it, you know, and just got happy about it. Well, she sat down, and the woman on the end of the row, she turned around and leaned over and said, I didn't know your husband was saved. I said, see there, she's already agreeing with you. But now, see... It was not true right then, what she was saying. But she was calling things that are not. And the woman on the end misunderstood her. She thought she was proclaiming what is. See, that's the reason you shouldn't make all these confessions in public sometimes, because people misunderstand you. But a year later, the woman's husband was saved, and the day that I preached there, he got filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7215. It's entitled, Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. Now, do you realize this is the way God taught Abraham faith? The Bible says Abraham believed God. It was counted to him for righteousness. Well, Abram was his name at first, but Abram never did believe God the way Abraham believed God. 
Now the scripture says of Abram in chapter 15 that he believed in the Lord. Well, it's good that he believed in the Lord, but it says that Abraham believed God. You can believe in the Lord and not believe a thing he said in his word. And because Abram was 75 years old when God gave him the promise, and his wife was barren, he had a problem believing God. So God had to instigate his law of faith and confession to get this man to gain faith. So he changed his name. He changed his name to Abraham which meant father of a multitude. So he had to confess what God said about him. Now, this is why confession is so important. When you're confessing the word of God, most of the time you're calling things that are not manifest in your life, and you call them as though they were manifest in your life, and you call them until they are manifest in your life. Now, this is where some of you have been missing it. You've been calling things that are as though they are, and they are, and they'll stay that way as long as you're calling it that way. Because you've said it over and over till it's planted in your heart, and what you sow, that's what you reap. Now, you need to know that calling things or not is a Bible principle. Don't let somebody talk you out of it. Read Romans chapter 4, where it says, Abraham became fully persuaded that what God had promised he was able to perform. Abram never did get fully persuaded until God changed his name and forced him to say what God said about him. Now, somebody's not going to twist your arm and make you say what God said about you. But if you'll say what God said about you, it'll cause faith to come in that promise. Offer number 7215 for a total of $19. The toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.